Welcome to Level 5, Becoming Happier and Healthier, the podcast that empowers you to level up your well-being. I'm your host, Rich, and each week we'll explore practical strategies, debunk myths, and provide actionable tips for you to become happier and healthier. Get ready to challenge your limits and unlock your true potential. Make sure you hit that follow button to keep up with the journey. Hey, it's Rich here and welcome to part two of building a sustainable routine. This week, I'm going to be talking about mindfulness and mental well-being, setting realistic goals, accountability and support, overcoming challenges and how to celebrate your success. And like I said, this is part two. So if you haven't already checked out part one, make sure you go back and check that out. Um, It's a really good one. So let's kick today off with mindfulness and mental well-being and The first question I want to ask you is, is this even on your radar at the moment? Like, is it something that you're practicing? Is it something that's part of your routine already? Like, do you do anything to promote mindfulness or enhance your mental well-being? And for me, it is essential that mental well-being becomes just as important as physical health for you. And if you are someone that's looking to become the best version of yourself or just to function at at your best, you need to take care of your mental health as well as your physical health. So where do you start? That's a big question that I get. It's like, that's great. And I know I should be doing it, but I just don't know what to do and, and how to start. So I've done a lot of research on this and practiced a lot of different things. And for me, I started off with practicing meditation. And I gave it a good month. I'd sit there, I'd listen to guided meditations and try and do it by myself and focus on my breathing. And, you know, it just didn't really feel like it was the answer for me. I'm not saying it's it, it's not the answer for you, but it's, and it's definitely 100% worth trying uh, because if it is something that sits well with you, then why would I not promote it? But for me, it didn't really work. And the more I tried it, I was probably getting more frustrated with it and, I don't know whether I needed to do it more often or do it a different way, but it just wasn't the right answer for me. And I wasn't feeling the benefits that a lot of other people that do it talk about. So what I needed to do or what I guess I came across doing this research was then the idea of practicing mindfulness instead of meditation. And it is basically meditation, but for me, it was meditation on the move, which was a big part. I'd struggle sitting still for a long period of time unless I'm asleep. <laughs> and if I do sit still for a long time, I usually end up asleep. And that's not really as, as much as I believe in that as recovery. It, it wasn't really helping me clear my mind or or enhance my mental well-being in any sort of way. So how did I practice mindfulness? Well, first of all, it started when I was taking the dog out for a walk and rather than put my headphones in and listen to a podcast or you know listen to music or be on my phone walking the dog whatever I just try and put my phone in my pocket no headphones in and I just tune in to being more mindful of what was going on so what was around me the sights the sounds the smells and don't get me wrong my mind still drifted onto the things I was stressing about day to day the biggest challenge or the challenge that I had within myself was every time that did happen was to find at least five things 
that I could see around me and five things that I could hear. And that just doing that brings you back into the present and that's what mindfulness is about it's being mindful of what's actually going on like sitting in the moment paying attention to what's around you who's around you who you're talking to if you're not talking to anyone what's going on what can you see with the colors the sights the sounds and for me that helped me relax so much and as cliche cliche as it sounds it just had a calming effect on me and it helped me be in that moment which is a bit weird. Um, but I highly recommend like find your own way of practicing mindfulness. How do you be present? For some people, that is going to the gym, which is another part of the puzzle for me. Is like going to the gym is as much as it puts my body in distress, it actually helps me relax my mind. Because I'm focusing on each rep, like lifting. Like I can't really think about anything else, or the lift's gonna go wrong, or I'm not gonna make the lift the the reps that matter. Like it's a it's all about tuning into that that moment and, and and being present and mindful of what's going on around you. You can do it when you're eating too. Like be mindful of what what you are eating, like what the tastes, what the textures, and just having that little practice every single day is going to help you feel so much more calm, so much more relaxed, and helps you actually focus on what's going on rather than the things that you're the stories that you're creating through overthinking anxiety or what whatever it may be um and i think the next thing from there was a recommendation through therapy um if you didn't already know i've been going to therapy for a long time um just well there's no real reason i just enjoy it i like conversing and like find out a bit more about myself why i react to things certain ways and you know just trying to it's it's one of the ways that I I work on my my mental well being and something that was recommended to me was doing a full body scan and to do this you can do this along with me right now is if you sat and stood just get yourself in a comfortable position and cross your legs and cross your hands and what I want you to do is like try and tense all the muscles in your feet as hard as you can now so sit sit back take a deep breath. And just tense those feet as hard as you can. Curl those toes in. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Keep going. Keep going. Keep squeezing. Take another deep breath in. And relax those feet. How do they feel? Do they feel tight? Do they feel loose? Do they feel warm? Is the blood flowing in them? Just pay attention. There's nothing you need to do. Just be mindful of how your feet feel right now and the next one if you can is is your legs i mean you can go into this into like your calves your thighs your your quads your hamstrings your glutes but for me just try and tense everything at the same time so squeeze those legs what i find is like pulling into the floor tensing my thighs just really squeezing my bum cheeks together and hold just squeeze just feel everything tensing feel the muscles working Big breath in and relax on the way out. And same again. What's tight? Is there anything that's tight? Is there nothing? Is anywhere feeling warm? Has anyone got a tingly feeling? Or where do you feel the tension being held? And just, just be aware of it. And now we can go on to the midsection. So your stomach, your abs, your back, your, your chest, and just try and tense that all together. So just squeeze those muscles as hard as you can. And we're going to take that big breath in. 
and squeeze. Pull those arms into your sides. Squeeze that chest, squeeze that back. Squeeze those abs. And relax. Was there any tension there? Did you feel anything that was a little bit different, a little bit odd? How, how is it feeling right now? Did it feel better after that tense? And we're now going to move on to the neck and shoulders. So what I want you to do is put your arms out in front. We're going to work the arms in this as well. We're going to squeeze our fists, squeeze our forearms, our biceps, our triceps, and our shoulders and chest. So squeeze those hands together. Lift those shoulders up into your neck. Squeeze your neck. Squeeze your hands. Squeeze your arms. And hold. It's not shaking a little bit, that's fine. And breathe in and out. And just relax. And every time I do this, I always get a little bit of tension in my right shoulder, which just reminds me to pull my shoulders down towards my hips throughout the day and just relax a little bit more into it. And then the last one I want you to do is scrunch your face up as hard as you can, okay? So in three, two, one, scrunch that face up. Tense those muscles in your face. Three, two, one, uh, relax. How's your face feel? Is it tingly? Is it tightness? Is there any, does it feel like headaches? Uh, what does it feel like? This is just a really good way of spending a couple minutes of bringing you back into the moment. And I suggest like, if you're feeling anxious or you're feeling worked up or stressed, like I feel so much better after doing that. I feel in tune with my body. I can feel like, the muscles working. I can feel the blood flowing. It's just a great way to relieve that um, stress and improve that connection with the, the present moment, which helps us relinquish or get rid of anxiety and overthinking because you're focusing on doing something and doing something is something that I've learned that beats anxiety for me every single time so hopefully that has helped a little bit and the next thing I want to talk about is a bit of stress and there's a couple of different ways to look at it and for me one's a little bit better than the other like you can try and live your life avoiding stress and you know, cutting these people out that cause you stress and not doing things that stress you out. But, like, is that realistic? It's, it's a bit impossible, if you ask me. But what, how you could look at it is, like, how do you manage your stress better? Like, find that outlet for your stress. How do you release your anger? How do you let those emotions come to the surface in a more beneficial way? So have a think at, uh, of a bucket or a bin or whatever it may be. And... Over time, you're throwing stuff in the bin, and that's the things that are stressing you out. So home life, family life, work, not going to the gym, or, or going to the gym, or having to eat clean. And I know over time, like no matter how good you are, your stress bucket fills up and up and up. Rather than let it overspill and create even more havoc, how can you empty that bucket more regularly? So whether that's just doing the exercise we, we've just done, that body scan, going on a mindful walk, 
Is it exercise? Is it sports? You've got to find out what works for you. But the idea behind it is to never let that stress bucket fill up and overflow. You should do something to to keep your stress down as often as you can. And hopefully that makes sense to you in your own way. So your stress relievers might be something like reading a book or you know, getting outside with the dog or doing an exercise class or, I, I don't know, there's so much stuff. It could be getting a, a nap in, it could be whatever, but how a lot of a lot of us focus on doing more, more, more exercise, doing more, 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 um, not eating clean, eating healthy, but we forget that we've had this huge bucket and, and sometimes too much exercise that builds the stress up there as well. So like, how does it work for you? You've got to figure that out yourself. Uh, but I'm always here to bounce ideas off, so please reach out if you want someone to talk to you about that. Uh, so that's stress and, and mindful, mindfulness and stress release, I guess, um, or mental well-being. The next thing I want to talk about is like setting some realistic goals. I'm pretty sure you're a bit sick and tired of hearing about set your goals. You know, you need to set a dream big. Set your goals, or you're not going to get anywhere. And like, unfortunately. For those people that are sick of hearing it, I'm tough. <laughs> they do have their use and they have a massive power. That's for sure. Like setting goals for me is something that provides you with a clear direction and focus. Without a goal, you're just going to be left feeling lost, frustrated, and you're going to feel like you're not getting anywhere because it's like just getting in your car and going for a drive without knowing where you're going. Like sometimes that's fun and it's fun for a little while, but eventually you, you get bored and what do you do? You, you stop driving or you just go home but if you're driving with a purpose and you're trying to get down to Cornwall or up to Scotland or I don't it could be anywhere it could be close to home to Chester to like you're driving with purpose and it's so much easier to make that drive when you know where you're going you don't there's less choices to make because you have to make those choices to get where you're going rather than just go anywhere so what I want you to focus on is like setting a huge big goal and like this is something that's really important you have to have that big belief that you're going to get somewhere that it could be opening your own business it could be losing a huge amount of weight it could be being fitter and healthier than ever before doing an Ironman doing a triathlon whatever that huge dream is like that's great having that but what a lot of us get caught up in is setting something that seems so far away that we're just never going to get there and we just become bored like i said if you if you're setting a drive across the world it could be it could take you ages to get there and it just never feel like it end um or it never feel like it's going to end so what i want you to do is set yourself some milestone goals along the way like Maybe go for something like the following format. Let's use weight loss for an example. It's easy to break down. So your big dream is you get, you want to lose five stone. That's your weight loss goal, your fat loss goal. That's the, the big dream, top of the pyramid. But what's one year away? Or maybe it's two stone. Or what's six months away? One stone. What's three months away? Half a stone? Well, what's one one month away? Is it two to four pounds? And like when you get to that one month, you're going to feel motivated again because you've you've got something, you've hit your first goal. If it was just that five stone 
goal or just that two stone at the end of the year oh man it drags it doesn't feel like you're getting anywhere it doesn't feel like you're succeeding but if you break that goal down to to months even weeks like it just feels so much more successful and it actually helps you build that self-efficacy which i've talked about in previous podcasts which is like that belief in yourself that just pushes you further because you know you're going in the right direction Another part of it is making sure you have meaning behind your goal. Like, what is your why? Why is it important to you? What is going to be the driving force that gets you out of bed on the days that you can't be bothered? Why do you want to lose that five stone? Is it because you've been told by the doctors that you need to do it? Is it something you want to do for yourself so that you can keep up with your kids? You want to live longer? You want to just be healthy? You don't want... Like you, you're stopping the illnesses that come with being overweight. Like, what is the reason behind it? What is gonna get you out of bed on those days? Like I said, that you just want to lie there and do nothing. But if you remember your goal, what's gonna get you up and moving? And creating that emotional connection with your goal is really, really important and makes it more realistic and makes it more achievable. So. Another thing to help you stick to that, which is the next point, is like accountability and support. And they play a massive or a hugely significant role in like maintaining your routine. You can build a routine, but if you've got no one there to hold you to it, then you're just going to go back into your old routine. And this means you being accountable to other people. But actually, the biggest thing is holding yourself accountable. It's so easy for us to come up with viable excuses as to why we didn't do something. And your biggest challenge, in my opinion, is to actually overcome that mindset and hold yourself accountable to what you said you were going to do. You've set this goal. Nobody else has set it for you. You said you were going to do it. So why aren't you doing the things that you need to do to get there? And I think just sitting down with a time to reflect on, on how the day's going, how the week's going, how the month's gone is massively important in doing that but also like could you ask a friend could you ask a family member a partner like how do they get involved get a training partner tell them about your progress ask them to keep checking in on you like how are you getting on like what's going well for you this week like what how can you use the people around you to help you stay accountable to what you said you're going to do ask for help is the biggest one and another way, like the ultimate form of accountability is to hire a coach or a personal trainer, someone that you know you have to have a conversation with on a regular basis and they're going to ask you about what you've been up to and how you're getting on and if you if you don't, they're going to call you out on it and, and ask you, like, well, why did you set the goal in the first place? This is this is what you wanted to do. Why aren't you your actions matching up with your words? And sometimes that's a big, powerful question and... It's hard to answer because I've been there with my coaches and my personal trainers in the past. And, you know, again, you can come up with all the excuses under the sun, but at the end of the day, you set that goal and you want it for a reason. So just do what you said you're going to do. The next part of the process, I guess, is actually overcoming the obstacles and working the problem rather than just giving into it. Part of the process is accepting that there will be difficulties and struggles along the way, but it's not what they are 
and it's not how big they are how small they are it's how you look at them and how you approach them and how you overcome them that matters like i said before like it's so easy to give in to your own excuses and build that story behind that gives you the reason why you're not oh well do you know I haven't got my goal this week or this month because of X, Y, Z. And, you know, it was just too difficult. I couldn't find a way. And you start building that story. And the more you tell yourself that story, the more you give into it. And now, don't get me wrong, I appreciate sometimes, like, things just get in the way. And, like, it's just not possible to follow the plan that you had set. But what if just by asking yourself, what can I do instead, instead of what's the point? I'll give up and I'll try again tomorrow. Like just by doing that little bit of something every single time that you feel like you're losing control, you'll gain control. You'll see a massive change in your physical results, but more so in your mental um, your mental changes, your mental health. You'll just by doing that little thing, just like what can I do today, you will believe in yourself so much more you'll believe that it is possible and that you can overcome challenges rather than just seeing them as a reason to stop and give up and, oh, do you know what, I'm just going to wait till Monday again. Like There's always something to do. You just have to find that tiny little thing that you can do, even if it wasn't the plan that you, you put in place to start with. Which then brings me on to the final point, which is like celebrating your wins, no matter how small. It is crucial for maintaining motivation and fostering a positive mindset. Like if you're not going to celebrate the things that you're doing well, you're always going to fall back on, the, oh my God, I should have done this, I should have done that, and why didn't I do that, why didn't I do this? You have to cultivate or foster that positive mindset in yourself and sit down like each evening or each week, whatever you're going to do, and just reflect on one thing that went well every single day. It's so powerful and it's going to help you, again, build that self-belief, build that confidence within you that you can do this and that it's not too big a challenge and that it's, you have got the time and you're not too busy and you stop giving in to those excuses that we and that story that you keep telling yourself. And building this routine of celebrating your success success is going to help you change the way you look at things not just for your routine but it'll help you put a positive spin on things and i'm not asking you to be this fake positivity that everything's blue skies and shiny and roses and unicorns like every single day it just doesn't happen it's not realistic but if you can take little points of good out of bad situations you're your mindset will just switch from being that fixed, like it's over, I can't do this, it's too hard, just and open up that growth mindset of there's something stuck here, I'm not able to do the plan that I, that I wanted, but what can I do instead? So make sure you find those bright spots each day and each week to build upon that success and build upon that positivity. And that is today's podcast. Like I just want you to... Find a way to build that sustainable routine for your health and fitness and well-being and understand that it's a journey that's going to require a bit of patience, a bit of perseverance, a bit of self-compassion and a bit of self-belief. 
And it's okay to take the small steps towards that big dream goal. Like it's actually key to keep moving forward and never giving up is celebrate those small wins, break that goal down, hold yourself accountable. And I just want to say, you can do this. I believe in you. Thank you for listening in today. I hope you found it useful. And if you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to reach out um, on social media or the website find a way to reach me and ask me these questions that are burning in your brain if you can think of a great podcast uh, topic that you want me to cover that'd be awesome i've got some lined up but i'm always open to ideas and you know i want to discuss what you guys want to want to have answers to so until next time take care of yourself and prioritize your well-being i'll speak to you in the next episode